0: On with the show.
1: So let's get into it I I had a whole, if we don't do it now we'll never do it so yeah i, I talked i talked to people about it last night so oh, good oh she did a little bit of surveying
0: Welcome to episode 1000 of the child care bar and grill podcast. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you live from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico with me, Brett, Rebecca and Rachel. We're talking penises and vulva. Um, hey, so listeners, I was on the beach the other day and I'm walking along and, and there in the sand was a, a 30 foot long sand penis um uh and, and it got me thinking for for my whole life here on the planet Earth that I I remember I, I I come across penis graffiti on a on a fairly regular basis I've seen it everywhere from Prince Edward Island in uh in the Canada to uh Perth and in the Australia and all over the all over the states and 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 so there's there the the graffiti abounds with penises and I got thinking uh where where are the vulva vulvi what's the correct uh i vulvi? vulva vulvas um I've, uh, I've
1: never i've never used a plural what's the there. Plural, so what's, the,
0: what's the plural for Volva? uh <laughs> listeners if you know the correct term for vulva um voicemail or text to two two eight three six three six seven three seven. 363 6737 um i was i was kind of uh um wary about uh throwing this out as a podcast topic so i i emailed the group here and uh and everybody was like, let's talk penis. Um, but I'm more interested in the in the lack of vulvas. So why why aren't why why isn't there more vulva gra- graffiti out there in the world?
1: Okay, I looked it up. It's Volve.
0: Volve. Okay. I was just I looking it up. Right. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, I have a theory. I do have a theory. I thought about it. but I don't know. I mean, this is just me thinking about it. Um sure. so I definitely see graffiti like drawn penises in the sand like you said in the snow um like you know you go to the bathroom at a bar there's going to be a penis somewhere drawn inside uh the stall so I definitely think that uh, I don't know about global but definitely like an American phenomenon I would assume global but you know I haven't been all over the world but the reason I think it's like more prolific is because it's such a unique shape. And I feel that like the shape of a vulva or like the image of that is, can be seen in more like natural places. Like for example, like the other day I cut open an orange and I was like, that kind of looks like a vagina. Like the 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 way that looks, right? And like, I feel like other things, like you're like, oh, look at the way that tree is split in half, kind of looks like a vulva. Like I, I have see, one of those. <laughs> yeah, like you see these these like more. It's more of a natural uh, shape, and like the the lines and all of that is is something that you might see in your everyday, even if it's not necessarily a vulva. But like the shape of a penis is the shape of a penis is the shape of a penis. There are very few things that are gonna look like a penis and balls. Like, and so I think it, that's that's I think part part of the story is that it, it is a very unique image. So I feel like
2: with talking to people, I kind of contradict that because um oh okay so I'm really shy you guys like this is Rachel hard. are you talking okay. about penises at <laughs> the bar it. last night? i not at the bar in the garage but <laughs> not my garage. But so anyways with uh my group of friends um we were we were talking about like I got the email and I read it and we were talking about it. So what they were saying is like We, uh, (laughs) we have all seen a penis, right? Like, but you haven't necessarily seen a vulva, like, because you don't, I I don't know. It's just more common to think like, even think, think back to like children, like when you're doing changing diapers in a classroom, like you can see a penis, like even if you're sharing a bathroom with kids, they're going to see it. But like, if uh, it's a little girl going potty, like they're not going to see that. So it's more common you know to kind of see a penis yeah and and run with that than it is to say like
1: oh I particularly drew
2: this girl like I you know a girl's genitals I,
1: I yeah know. it's like outwardly right it's just like it's hanging yeah. around so it's
3: like on your mind <laughs> I it's read some like stuff like that said that that like penises yeah like you come by more of them where yeah like vaginas and vulvas are more hidden yeah and yeah and Boys are more
1: loud about their penises. Let's be real. So. Oh yeah. You know, oh, I, it's like, okay. It's so Presentation of it all the time in various right. settings. <laughs> but like you're, you're always surrounded by like
2: penis talk. I feel like, like, okay. Um, example, I I love my husband. Right. But when somebody is being, um, not kind, right. What, what do you call them? You're saying they're being like a they're being a dick, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, honestly, I have had to stop that because when my husband's name is Nick and when we were dating, he was, he's just, he's a natural jerk. Like I love him. He's a smart, a smart ass. And so for the longest time, like when he'd make me mad, I'm like, Oh, here's Nick, the dick he's arrived. Like everybody say hi. And it, yeah, was, it was fine really- until my two-year-old said, haha daddy you're Nick the dick and I'm like okay we're done we're done and he's like yeah Rachel great job yeah I know parenting 101 but um I'm just saying it's more common I wouldn't say Nick you're the vulva like here's Nick the vulva like you don't think of that you know
1: yeah for sure I think it's it's more like and I think like there are other words you know that people use to say you know to represent vulva vagina there's all kinds of words and I think that they're they're a little bit less common to hear you know like you might hear dick like every day you don't bat an eye but you hear certain words on the other flip side of that and it causes people to turn their heads Freeze. a little bit right yeah and so I think that yeah just like the commonality of it is it makes it a little bit easier to like just have around right it's just part of like your everyday <laughs> aesthetic <laughs> as right. a person
0: I, I think and and look I know Brett has an article um and so I, I can't wait to see what she she <laughs> uncovered um I, I think the the reason there's more 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 penis graffiti is that it's just a, a simpler object to draw um because i mean yeah. they're they're i mean look uh, mm, uh, vulvas are complicated it's three circles. Two circles i mean I mean there 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 are so many moving parts and you got the clitoral hood and you, you got the the labia major and minor and you got, I mean you got did you know that the 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 vulva has a vestibule um, that's a that's a part of the of the vulva and how do you how do you draw how do you draw the the, the vulva vestibule in 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 the sand? I mean, it's just a more complicated piece of piece of art to to graffiti, I think whether it's in the sand or with spray paint. Um, uh, So maybe we're yeah, just- Yeah, I think you definitely
1: we're... can't do it in like the sand with your finger. It has to be more yeah. of a, a fine instrument, right? Sure. Because you're doing a lot- Depending on linear, the size.
3: Linear right. work,
1: you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you're doing Stop. massive, you know, crossing yeah. the middle in there. Doing, yeah. that, <laughs> doing that kind of job. <laughs> for me the
2: irony of all this is so I had to just go through and relabel my classroom and take pictures and I got a um, loose parts shelf, and I, I unintentionally did this okay so it was pointed out to me that I did this I have um those smooth rocks they're like the black really smooth rocks you know and I, literally you guys I just tossed them on a the table and took a picture well it happened to be three rocks and it looks like I intentionally made a penis like there's two at the bottom and a longer oval yeah, at the yeah. top. I, completely, I promise you, unintentional.
0: Uh-huh. You uh, and send my me coworkers
2: like, Do you see what you did here? After I, I will. <laughs> but she was like, Did do, do you see what you did here? And I was like, Oh my god, no. <laughs> like, oh, only oh, sorry. <laughs> you know not that, intentional.
1: That like sparked something for me. Like you unintentionally created an image of a penis. And I mean, you guys can probably attest to this having worked with children. Children draw things that look like penises a lot. Yeah. All
3: the time. Yeah.
1: They're like, why is that? They're obviously not intending to draw penises. They're drawing like a broccoli, right? And they're like, look at my broccoli. And then a tree. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what are those lines? They're <laughs> like, oh, that's, the, that's when I cut it. Though those are the pieces flying off. I'm like, that is so sus. But yeah, like <laughs> What is that? Yeah. Is it like just is it is it our perception? Is it not even like a penis sometimes, but it's our perception like you weren't
3: putting those rocks together like a penis, but it's just on our mind. I had a little boy. He would make the most like, like phallic walk structures, where it would be like like just like a brick wall, but then he would make one really long one stick out in the middle, like <laughs> <really> <laughs> 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 and, like he would routinely make these and like be so proud of them. <laughs> oh man, you yeah, my high rise. That's I, like- love-
0: <laughs> <ice laughs> I Brett, tell I, get us. So oh, go ahead. I have.
2: I have a really great about um, this it's actually a friend of ours now we this little boy like drew a picture and I walked over to him and I'm like hey so-and-so what'd you draw and I kid you not I had to talk to his dad about this last night because he was showing his friends and he's like it's a picture of my dad and his really big penis and I was like ah okay
1: he's just processing and it, his yeah, life
2: <laughs> So, his dad's like this big buff, like everybody's intimidated by him, like this big man that, I mean, he pours concrete for a living. So, like you know, he's just, and he walks in and I'm like, oh, hey, Chris. So, like, we have to have a talk about um, appropriate discussions at school. <laughs> and he goes, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, so your son. And I told him, and he's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like my boy. Um <laughs> hilarious.
1: And, like people aren't having conversations at home. Like my mom's really awesome vagina or really awesome vulva. No one's talking about that no at home. No,
2: yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> I have a vagina story too. If it's it's um I I have a a, a storage bin full of these stories. I'm sorry, but I was probably like Shh. 18, helping, went to the farmer's market with some friends and I was watching her daughter while she's ordering, um, something, I can't remember. Anyways, the girls are walking around a light pole and one of the daughters decided to turn the other way and she met up with her sister and I mean, there's a ton of people and she's like, Kate, get your vagina out of my way and I'm like, of all the things, (laughs) yeah, and you know young moms are a thing so all these people like disgustedly turn their heads towards me and like initial reaction of 18 year old rachel's like they're not my kids (laughs) like like, i didn't know what
1: to do yeah yeah "Ah!" it it makes people uncomfortable to hear kids say those words but i mean Mm -hmm. i I would like to note since we're talking about this it is important to you know, teach children the proper anatomical mm-hmm. language. Um, yes, it's part of my policy when I work with families um, that I talk with them and ask them of like what words they use at home because it's not always the same words that you think. Um, and to let them know that we're going to be using the anatomically correct words at school um, because I, it, it is important to for children to have have that knowledge, right? about about mm-hmm.
0: especially about their own bodies well like yeah um years ago i was i was uh after a conference in uh in your lovely state rachel i was uh i went to dinner with some caregivers and somebody shared a story about uh a little girl who was having problems she, she kept telling people that the bus driver was uh was was touching her secret treasure and uh they they didn't know that uh her secret treasure was uh her secret treasure for a while and then it was all sorted out and they the butt driver was was dealt with um so yeah using the proper words for things having some some agreed right. on language right. is is vitally right. important
1: and even well, there's something as simple as like so i had a little girl who her family called her vagina her ladybug and so for like 3 days in a row at school she kept telling her ladybug itched but kids are constantly telling stories i thought Mm -hmm. she was like telling a story and playing pretend right Mm -hmm. Uh, because i didn't see a lady so i you know i for three days and then i found out long story short the parent was upset with me because she had been complaining about it for days uh but i had no idea so we we came to an understanding and, and they were totally understood why i didn't react or or let them know what was going on um so yeah even you know it doesn't even have to be that egregious Um, example, you know, it, it can happen, you know, that can abuse can happen, but it can be something as simple as like, she needed to go to the doctor and get, you know, PTI treatment, something as simple as
0: that. Absolutely. Hey, Brett, let's get into some of that article.
3: Yes. So this is from vice.com. I have no idea if that's the reputable source, but that's what it is. And the article is called a psychoanalyst explains why men draw dicks on everything. It is by Gabby Best. And essentially what it says is that um, it's like almost Freudian why men do it. Like they have this interesting part that um, it says, let me see. Um, Oh, castration is a core fear that everyone experiences, if not the core fear. And then it goes on to say, for example, the little boy sees that his mother does not have a penis and this traumatizes him. And essentially he thinks he could lose his penis. And like, that's like, Feels like a source of power and whatever, you know, like power and status is to have a penis. And so they compare it to like a midlife crisis when men buy motorcycles and muscle cars that they draw penises on things to reassure everyone like, I have a penis, I have the power. I, um, what does it say? Like the re, um, yeah, when you think of the phallus as a metaphor in a metaphorical sense and not as a literal penis, it's more about who has the power, who has the answer, who has what everyone else is looking for. The reality, of course, is that no one has it. No one has the answer or the power. Ultimately, they only do it when others believe they do. Yeah. Humans are
1: so fucking weird.
3: Like, I mean, like, it totally made sense as I read it. It didn't say anything yeah. about vulvas, but it was like, yeah, yeah, it, it does yeah.
1: make sense it's just weird like humans are so strange like the, the the behaviors that we exhibit like we're so intelligent and then here we are like I'm gonna draw a penis because it makes me feel powerful like it's
3: so yeah sad. and they said they were like interviewing people and in, like this theory seemed to hold true there was one artist who he does penis art and he was like no I just like to do it it's not a power thing but I don't trust this man um yeah <laughs>
0: As, as far as I know, I'm the only one on this Zoom meeting with a penis, and that I, I I've never thought about any of those things. I've never I, I don't worry about how many do you draw? Are
1: you a penis? I don't.
0: Artist? Am I a penis artist? Um. Mm-hmm. N- well, Tasha thinks so. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, I set myself uh, is, up for that. Um,
0: <laughs> no, 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 I'm I'm not, um, not, not a penis artist. Um, I, I don't even know if that would, I don't even know what that would be. Um, but no, no, I, I guess not. So I guess I, I wouldn't fit in that yeah, category. I guess it's just but... one of
1: those things that like it applies to you or it doesn't, right? Like, yeah, there is a group, and- there is a large group of people that this obviously Obviously applies to in some way. My, I have email friends who draw penis. At me,
0: so well, I was, gonna, yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say that. How do we know all this? All this penis graffiti is is being done by by dudes. How do we know my the the thirty foot? I think uh, the
3: theory is is it's more more men. And if you think about it in terms of this like power status, it's like well, like I don't know, women want to embrace some power too. And if that's it's true, yeah. like
1: it's like it's like yeah. women using like bro and like Mm -hmm. using like more masculine yeah um which yeah I mean I've drawn a penis plenty not so much recently but uh in like high school a lot like they're all well I think it like
3: really blossoms during those like adolescent periods when you're like high school college trying to figure out like who you are what's my place in the world and let me draw some dicks to see how it makes me feel and it's just it's cathartic really yeah, I guess. I like, if with this one, am
1: I really going to take my time? Or is it just like a, you know, a little quickie, mm-hmm. a little quick dick? Or,
0: you know, <laughs> yeah. Rachel, uh, what's your penis drawing experience? I,
2: I don't think I really, like, guys, remember Preacher's Kids here? Like, I just, we didn't sure. do that. We didn't, I grew up under a rock. I just, even like, after marriage, like it was like a weird thing for you. I was like, at." Ah,
1: mm-hmm. Like you didn't respond to our emails like yesterday for a while. And even I responded late and I was like, Oh God. Well, I was, I okay, job. no.
2: No, we had our assess like an assessor yesterday at work and it was like super stressful. So I was in bed like eight o'clock last night.
1: For sure. No, I'm what glad was- you I'm glad you joined
2: in this conversation. I was worried. A lot. I, I'm- no i'm down for talking about it like i might blush a little and get red right in the face but like i'll i'll under- i asked i asked people about it i think that's good yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did research yeah, sure. yeah.
0: <laughs> i i think the only penises i've drawn have been in sharpie on on other people um so i don't, I don't think i went through that but but, uh, you know, if somebody but like you does... were
3: claiming your power over them. Yeah, exactly. Well, that no, was it's a it's, it's just one of
0: those games like you used to you. You said you played with uh, with people falling asleep with their shoes on. You you fall asleep in the wrong place mm-hmm. at the wrong time. You didn't, you you, didn't
1: draw you didn't, you didn't draw strawberry on his forehead. I
0: mean, well, no, but you, the, you have your you have your your rules to your your intergroup games and that was the rule um but i i think i think uh for me volva is, is is a pretty powerful tool and i what I, I wouldn't like to i mean i it would be it would be a a less exciting world if the penis graffiti disappeared Um, I would just like to see it evened out a little bit more. I would like to see more, more vulva graffiti around. I I would like to see 30 foot vulvas on, on the beach and the sand, but then I'm wondering, would I, would I be able to identify them? I I mean, would would it
1: have a vestibule?
0: Yeah. Would it have a vestibule?
2: Not, not a drawing, but like, I remember in high school and early college days, my friends and I, this is so used to go, In public places, Um, like let's say we were at the mall and we split up, we would randomly just shout vagina,
1: Mm. like
2: as loud as we could, and just see who looked, like that was a thing, like see what the reaction was, Um, and it's a game we played quite a bit, like just walk into a store and yell vagina, and you know,
0: get some heads to turn.
1: Just for some laughs, for sure. I remember (laughs) doing that with both penis and vagina.
0: So the- so let's talk about that for a little bit too just those those images but also those words are are really powerful and and I think even look um 3 or 4 year olds drawing penises or vulvas or or saying penis or vulva or vagina or whatever whatever language they're using um a lot of times that gets shut down in in early learning settings and I'm I'm not I don't know if it should be embraced, but I do see it as a form of, of power play, uh, uh, an opportunity to I, exert some power and show some power over, over the environment. It's, it's also self-discovery. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sure.
2: I feel like when, when kids are starting to go through that, it's because they're discovering. I've had a few like little girls who are like, oh, I drew this picture and here's my face, here's my body, here's my vagina, here's my legs they're so nonchalant about it it's they're not I don't even know necessarily if I feel that they're doing power as much as they're like this is just a natural part of my body that mm-hmm. I've discovered yeah you know yeah, it's
1: like that little boy who said like oh my daddy has a big old penis like okay <laughs> yeah. he might not saying he doesn't have a big huge penis but it's like it. he's probably just saying like compared to my penis because yeah. I have a right that's that's how you know I never my thought penis about is that. huge compared to mine
2: um, you guys, I have to go out drinking with this guy tonight just so you know. so
0: <laughs> well you can, tell him, <laughs> you can tell him if he wants to listen to episode 1000 of the child care uh, bar and grill podcast he can listen to uh, to people discussing his junk. Um, so I'm <laughs> sure he'll be proud great. of that. Um, you want to drop his name so everybody knows he's uh, hes uh, he's walking around with a large package or his son thinks so. Uh, 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 nah. No, that's probably a good idea. it back to
3: us after the night of drinking. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have to go, but I'll have a, one more penis story I can tell you guys. That's okay. Like one okay. Of my favorite. So I had this little girl in my class, and she was yeah that like self discovery where she was like figuring out like. These children have penises. These people have vaginas. I have a vagina. And so we had our little, like, two-stall bathroom. She's washing her hands, and there's two little boys going to the bathroom. And she goes, oh, two penises. And then this little boy looks over at the other and goes, he has two? (laughs) (laughs) And the little girl, like she was like, no, 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 one, two penises, like pointing at the little boys. I was like, oh, okay, like this boy's his mind was blown that you could have two. So funny. That's great. Yeah. I'll leave you guys with that. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) That was delightful. Thanks, Brett. Hi.
0: So, any, any more, any more. Penis or vagina thoughts on this weird, weird episode. I think that is
1: a fantastic story to end this episode. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Hey, listeners, this has been episode 1000 of the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. Will be will there be, oh, okay, first, um, that doesn't mean there's been a thousand episodes released. That means there's been 999 episodes released because episode 50 was never released because we deemed it at the time not safe for work, unlike like what you've just finished, finished listening to to here. So you can, you can just imagine what was in that episode. Um, will it be released someday? Maybe. Um, will there be an episode 1001? You'll have to tune in and find out. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast. Thanks for listening. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was oh, man. that was something.
2: That's the most that out was- of my comfort zone I have been in a while. <laughs> that was great.
0: This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio Production.
1: Oh